0: You are now listening to the Music Matters Media Podcast with your host. What's going on, you guys? Welcome to the Music Matters Media podcast. Today, we have a very exciting episode. We are going to be discussing the 2022 iHeartRadio Music Awards. They took place on Tuesday, March 22nd at the Shrine Auditorium in Los Angeles and wow we have a lot to cover today we're going to be talking about the performances ll cool j as a host j-lo accepting the icon award and just some of these categories that really stuck out and people that went home with awards
1: it was definitely just a lot to take in as it was going on and it was an awesome night and You know, as we make the transition back to live music, you can definitely feel just the energy in the air from the audience, from the performers. It was really awesome to just, you know, watch all of that unfold.
0: Let's start with LL Cool J hosting. How do you feel about him as a host and how he did for this particular award show?
1: So I personally feel that LL Cool J as a host, generally speaking, is a natural. I think he's perfect. I think... He knows exactly what to say, how to say it, knows how to, you know, really keep the evening going. And he knows how to really keep the crowd the crowd energized, how to keep them entertained. And, you know, for those of you who have remembered his previous gigs as, you know, as hosts, in particular for the Grammys, you'll, you'll have an idea of, you know, what kind of host he is. And I just thought that he was a natural fit for the iHeartRadio Music Awards.
0: I agree, Eric. I have to agree with you because I feel like he is the perfect balance of a host, but as well, of course, the musicianship and really understanding and empathizing with everybody out in the crowd who have been nominated for different categories and their awards because he was once there in that seat himself you know and even with the performers and the performances he really killed it opening the show and doing his own set and then going straight into hosting of course it's not his first time as you said hosting an award show like this so you know it's cooler in the sense that he can speak from experience while hosting i i like that i like that aspect i think that they should do more of that in terms of instead of getting a a random host like a comedian or an actor you know so on and so forth for these kinds of shows musicians are definitely the way to go i really believe that and i just really think that he is the perfect balance of both a performer in his own right of course because of his own extensive catalog and everything that he's done for hip-hop yeah i think that he did a really great job i think that ll cool j did a really great job of hosting and keeping us all entertained and engaged throughout the show he was really good at transitioning one thing to the next whether that be the nominations or just the transitions between performances and uh, i hope that this isn't the last time we see him host a gig like this
1: absolutely agree with everything you said you know we're talking about a dude who's been entertaining people since he was 16 17 years old so clearly he's got you know years upon years of experience being someone who knows how to work a crowd and in terms of what you said about having musicians be the ones to host instead of you know actors or comedians I think you're right, because when Doja Cat hosted the last award show that we spoke about, it worked very well. It yes. It the overall energy of the night, and because yeah. she knew the other performers in the industry, that's why it worked so well.
0: I agree. Yeah, I totally agree with that, Eric, because it felt natural.
1: Exactly. You know, this is somebody who's in it. They know the industry. They know the people who they're giving the awards to, so it makes so much sense to have somebody who is one of them to you know host the event.
0: And I really appreciate L.O. Cool J because he has such a good personality, you know. He has such charisma on stage. It's really hard not to love him.
1: And speaking of someone with charisma, oh my god, what a what a live set man. I mean, that was just so mind-blowing the way that he opened up the show.
0: Mama said knock you out. I'm going to oh knock god. you out. Classic
1: so good he played so many classics and let me just say really quickly there are two things that i absolutely love that he did the first one i love that he played or rather that he wrapped the verse that he contributed to the song rampage by epmd that was so awesome I'm yes. just a little heartbroken that he didn't finish it because that's not the whole verse there's a lot more but still the fact that that made it to his live set is amazing and i don't know if anybody noticed this but you know it's one of those if you know you know kind of things but the bass player at one point during the song rock the bells starts playing the piano riff to naz's new york state of mind on his bass
0: yes i did notice that very nice and like
1: i caught that and i'm like whoa that sounds a lot like the piano riff to new york state of mind and so i went back and i'm like it's exactly the same riff note for note i'm like that's awesome i love when when you know Artists in hip hop do that, you know, like it's a common thing to see where you'll hear a sample from another song or you'll hear them, you know, repeat a lyric from another song. But I love it when they fill their music with Easter eggs like that.
0: You know what, Eric, you know who completely stole the night, in my opinion, at least
1: who did who did it for you?
0: Jennifer Lopez.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Jesus. Like. First of all, I know that this is like said all the time, but I love how amazing she looks.
0: She looks incredible. incredible. She is officially in her 50s, and she looks incredible. I know. The way that she moves on stage, it is not easy. Forget about age. Just in general, the kind of performances that she puts on are very physically intensive. Just watching her, you can get exhausted. (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah yeah i know i did when i watched her at the Super Bowl.
0: she performed on my way which is a new song from the soundtrack to the movie that she just had come out on valentine's day it's a rom-com with owen wilson and right after that she segued into get right which oh my god i love that song from her catalog and she absolutely nailed it she did not miss a beat she did not miss a step And wow, she received the Icon Award. And how could you not get behind her being nominated and receiving that award as an icon? Because Jennifer Lopez, for what she's done for culture in general, both pop music, R&B, Latin, and just on top of her music career, her acting career, how could you not give it up to her? And give her props even if you're not a fan per se let's just say you're not a fan of her music or her movies or her personal life but you can never fault her work ethic that i believe is really admirable her work ethic is out of this world and she's constantly doing something she's constantly doing a new project constantly challenging herself pushing herself even more than before and just when you think that she's reached her peak she still releases things and still manages to pull performances like this off that make you take a step back and be like, wow, she's just she's still killing it better than ever. And to me, out of all the performances, which we'll touch upon each, but wow, this stole the show for me. 100%.
1: Yeah, I mean, she definitely deserves all of the success that she's getting. I mean, I'll be honest, when I was a little kid, I used to have a Huge crush on her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can see why. <laughs> but,
1: I mean, how could you? How could you not? You know, it's J Lo.
0: Uh, Come on.
1: But but yeah, you know, she's one of those artists that has really made it a point to just get involved in you know most artistic art forms, and no matter you know like what she's done, you've heard of her.
0: Exactly. She's a cultural icon.
1: Exactly, and so she definitely had this award coming. It's very well deserved. And i'm really just happy to see that she's happy where she is in her life right now she's happy with her music career she's happy with her personal life and that's all you really want you know when you get to this point in your life where you know you start to talk about a kind of legacy that you're leaving behind and she's definitely got a lot to be proud of
0: she has a million endeavors going on And I'm extremely happy for her. I think that this was very well-deserved. I loved her speech. I love how humble she still is, even after all these years, after everything that that she has achieved, that she always takes the time to reflect and kind of give that shout out to where she's from, her roots, her family, her children, her fans, most importantly, to get her to this point. And I really enjoy that about her, that I, I believe that she's real. And I love Mm -hmm. that more Mm -hmm. than anything else. And you could say what you want about her music or her movies or her personal life. But the one thing, you know, just to reiterate, the one thing that you really can't falter on is her work ethic. It's, It's incredible. And it's very admirable for young women to see somebody like that and for her to push that message out there that mm-hmm. look where I came from I came from nothing if I can get here on this stage you can do absolutely anything
1: mm-hmm. yeah and you know speaking of performances of the night I'm glad that she was definitely yours for me it was hers LL Cool J's you know I personally would have liked it if the ceremony would have closed out with either LL Cool J or with her performance because yeah
0: because they know, stood to me, out it's
1: kind of yeah, and not just that, but it just kind of felt underwhelming to, you know, give out an award and then just kind of have it be over. I would have much rather have had one final, you know, send off.
0: You know, what's a gripe that I have as well that I agree with you on the way that they closed it is that Megan The Stallion didn't perform with Dua Lipa for their new song Sweetest Pie.
1: Oh, my God. I heard that song on the radio and it sounds awesome
0: yeah yeah and I get that Dua Lipa's on tour so there was probably obviously a conflict there in terms of her not being physically there but then don't play the song I don't know man I know they're promoting the song because it just came out and they're trying to really push it and Mm -hmm. uh, I understand why she performed it of course but it just for me not the same it wasn't yeah it wasn't the same
1: yeah it's not the same and speaking of Megan Thee Stallion We'll get to her in a minute, but let's just talk about the performances in general. My God, everybody was just awesome. I, I loved seeing like the variety of different artists, and I loved seeing that everybody was just in top form in terms of the energy they brought to the stage.
0: Yeah, you had LL Cool J, you had Jennifer Lopez, you had Megan Thee Stallion, you had Jason Aldean, John Legend, and Charlie Puth monoskin mm-hmm. that's also another performance that i would like to point out even though it wasn't a full-blown performance the melody yeah, my God. and the duet my back God. and forth between john legend yeah. and charlie Puth on the piano mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. them going back and forth doing renditions yeah. of each other's, of each other's hits. song
1: yeah that's so cool
0: just to give a shout out to the songs that they went back and forth doing renditions of each other's songs they did attention all of me, light switch, ordinary people see you again. I mean that was great to see that exchange back and forth.
1: Yeah, I love seeing that when two artists who mutually respect each other just go back and forth like that at award shows or at anything like that. it's it's always a sight to behold because you have two people who are, you know like that on equal footing and they're both talented and they both write hit songs and to just see them equally admire each other you know you love to see that stuff
0: yeah and they both write together for a lot of different artists in the industry they're both so incredibly talented both on the piano and just as lyricists and musicians in their own right and then for them to do this rendition of each other's hits back and forth so well so effortlessly it was really fun to watch it, and it was almost like a passing of the torch from john legend to charlie Puth, yeah. which i appreciated
1: mm-hmm. yeah and speaking of standout performances maniskin definitely blew me away you know this is the first time i had ever really heard their music or seen them perform live i'd heard of them a lot prior to that but i had never really like taken the time to go out of my way to listen to them and seeing them perform live, I mean, they definitely have the makings of an awesome rock band. I mean, the rhythm section is phenomenal. The singer, like what a voice, what a stage presence.
0: What I really think is cool about the band is the lead singer's voice. How not only does it sound like the record, Begging, that has been blasted all over the radio to no end, But I actually believe that the live rendition of it is even better than the studio version. And that's how good his voice is. Is Not only does his voice hold up, which you always like to see, is how well that they sing in a live setting without the vocal effects and everything, all the processing that goes on a record. But I just like the extra flair. What a stage presence this band has. Visually, Uh they look incredible you know they're very unapologetically them which i appreciate Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and every time they perform you never know what to expect number one and number two it's just such a party it looks like so much fun that they're having up there
1: yeah definitely to me he's just like a mix of all of the things that made the rock and roll front men in the 70s great he's got the voice he's got you know the moves the stage presence He's got all of that, and so I like, I like seeing you know, the return of some of those things. But at the same time, he is modern enough that you can tell that he is from this era. You know what I mean? He's got a mix of both the old and the new, and I really appreciate that. And in terms of the rest of the band members, they all absolutely you know, went for the throat in terms of you know, their performance. And you can tell that all of them have their own identity. They're, they all do their own thing. When you put them all together, it just comes out into this, you know, beautiful composite.
0: Yeah, completely agree with that. In terms of the band, I'm just excited to see where they go next, where they go from here. Because they are from Italy and they won Eurovision. And that song, Beggin, completely blew up, as I said earlier, internationally. Now they're really big globally. So they have the platform They have the look, they have the voice, you know, they have all the components, everybody on their instruments really know how to rock. So I'm excited to see where they go next and what's going to be their next big hit.
1: Yeah, me too. And another standout performance, me personally, Megan Thee Stallion. I mean, I felt the heat (laughs) through the TV. (laughs) Oh my God, that was mind blowing.
0: And I loved her acceptance speech as well.
1: Yeah, and listen, to to see Kelly Rowland give her the award, that was awesome.
0: Yes, there were a lot of moments like that that I really appreciated. Megan Thee Stallion won the iHeartRadio Trailblazer Award. And Kelly Rowland was the one to present that award. And it was just so cool to see another passing of the torch kind of moment there. Because, of course, we all grew up listening to Destiny's child and their music uh-huh. and and so uh-huh. did she so that was really cool to see and then another moment best new pop artist olivia rodrigo you had avril lavigne who yeah was presenting that award and that was also a similar very similar moment in pop culture and in the music industry of you know everything that avril has done which by the way quick plug Go check out our album review of Love Sucks. That was the episode right before this one where we talk about Avril Lavigne's latest album and her return to pop punk. And um, with that being said, it was just really cool to see Avril give Olivia the award for Best New Pop Artist and how inspired Olivia was by Avril because you could totally tell that off of her new record. And the song Good For You and some of the more like harder leaning tracks like Brutal off of Olivia's album Sour, they definitely have undertones and influences from musicians like Avril who have already done that in their own right as well. So really cool to see that. I always appreciate and love moments like that where musicians pave the way for the newcomers and then the newcomers give the respect to the musicians that they grew up with and inspired them to create. And I hope that never ends. I hope that continues to uh, transpire within the music industry and especially at these award shows.
1: Me too, man, me too. And I knew that you must have been like, you know, sky high when, you know, Olivia Rodrigo won. I know how much of a huge fan you are of hers.
0: I think she's great.
1: You've sung the, you know, her album's praises and now that she's got a documentary out on Disney Plus, I know you're definitely gonna be all over that.
0: Yeah, I definitely want to check that out because for those who may not have heard that episode, which go check that episode. Our top ten albums of 2021. Spoiler alert: Sour made my list, and uh, I stand behind that. Such a solid record. And you're kidding me for a debut? If that was her debut, same goes for Billie Eilish. I felt the same way when Billie Eilish released her debut record. These women have tremendous talent and such an impact. And I cannot wait. I really cannot wait to see where they go from here because they can only continue to go up. I mean, such solid debut records and so much talent. And it's incredible to see young people like that really killing it.
1: Yeah, seriously. And... You know, shout out to the other people who won awards throughout the night. It was really cool to see, like I said before, like just such a variety of winners and just a lot of the new generation of talent coming in. And it's cool because these are people who we've mentioned to some degree or another in previous episodes yes. of our podcast, you know? Yes. You see, I, I saw people that, you know, like such as kill Roy, he won an award, Black Bear along with All Time Low. Who we also, of course, just mentioned.
0: Yes, really quick. I'm glad that you brought that up. Seeing All Time Low in that kind of setting is yeah amazing. Yeah. It makes me feel so proud. Them growing up as a Blink-182 cover band initially starting mm-hmm. out. The history that they have together. The friendship. They've been doing this for so incredibly long. They were a band that once was in the Warped Tour scene. And to have the breakout that they've had, similar to Ollie Sykes of Bring Me the Horizon, to see them get to certain points within the music industry and to reach those milestones, if you will, is amazing. And and I love seeing that. I love seeing the growth. I love seeing the achievements because they're very much well-deserved. So seeing them win alternative song of the year for monsters it was really great to see those guys on stage well deserved they worked so hard to get to this point and they had zero idea that the song was going to blow up in the way that it did so shout out to them honestly yeah
1: and shout out to like i said before the kid Leroy. it's just so impressive to see how young this dude is and already how much of an impact he's had on in the music world you know the through his collaborations through his own songwriting you know it the it really is amazing just how the youth you know keep finding ways to really just make impacts like that you know
0: one more moment that i want to touch upon real quick dance artist of the year went to david getta and i loved when he went to accept the award that during his speech, he gave a shout-out to Kelly Rowland. Going back to her really quick, because I love the fact that he gave her a shout-out for basically saying that she was the first singer in the industry that gave him a chance to make a breakthrough hit. David Guetta is Mm -hmm. a very well-known producer. He's been around Mm -hmm. since Mm -hmm. the early 2000s and right now, present day, he's well respected, he's considered an OG in EDM music, so it just, it's so incredible to see how far that he's come in his own career but also that he was able to take the time to acknowledge Kelly for giving him that big break because everybody has to start from somewhere and it's truly inspiring to see how far he's come within his own career and for somebody like Kelly to give David that platform and now for David to kind of put on new and upcoming singers and do the same for them. Once again, I just love that. I love when people achieve such great heights after really putting in the work. But I also love them remaining humble and always remembering going back to when they first started out and uh, the struggle of getting to where they needed to be. And I think that's such an important balance to have. Going back to the Kanye documentary, Donda West said it best. She says, remember to stay on the ground. You can be in the air all at the same time.
1: 100% agree. You know, I think you and I both, you know, based on private conversations you and I have had, I think you and I both subscribe to the idea that, you know, no person is an island. Everybody starts somewhere and everybody depends on other people to get to where they are you know we believe that's you know you're not 100 percent responsible for your success because you always have people helping you out along the way you always have collaborators you always have people throwing you a bone or giving you a break so to see david getta you know bring it back full circle to the person who he believes you know opened the doors for him is something that's just really heartwarming And it's something that you really wish that, you know, most artists would do more often.
0: Most definitely, Eric. I wanted to ask you before we close out this episode, because I'm going to read through the categories and the winners. How did you feel about the artists that won for their categories? Did you have any qualms or did you think that... They got it right because with these award shows it's usually hit or miss it's usually either wow well, they got it spot on they got it right even if you don't agree 100 percent, because obviously music is subjective but more often than not you get to see either them being remotely in the same realm as listeners in terms of who is deserving of an award for each category or they completely missed the mark. So how did you feel about this award show?
1: Well, I'm actually very happy that you uh, asked me that question because I was just about to say that I, in general, felt very satisfied about the winners. And In particular, I'm really happy that, you know, for example, Silk Sonic took their award home. I'm really happy that Lil Nas X took his award home. And I'm even happier about the speech that he gave. I think it was very important that he do that and yes. i love the point i love the point that he made about being delusional i believe that's the word he used
0: yeah he did because he did.
1: because you know uh, he he's saying that you know delusional is usually used in a negative connotation but at the same time you know it, it only makes sense for people to think about you being delusional when your dreams are so far away but at the same time that's kind of the charm in proving everybody wrong That everybody thinks you're delusional at one point, but then when you actually make your dreams a reality, you say to yourself, well, you know what? I was right to, you know, to be delusional because, you know, I'm proving to everybody that it can work out. I can make it a reality. And so I love that he made the connection with all of that. You know, I love that he is really just saying to the world, you know, the fact that I exist in and of itself, is such a controversial thing, but at the same time, it's necessary and it needs to happen. And I really love that message.
0: And I also would like to not only agree, but double down and say that any creative, to any extent, no matter whether that be a writer, an artist, a musician, any type of creative has to have that slight delusion you have to Mm -hmm. in order to survive Mm -hmm. in order to keep pushing not only of course you have the work ethic i'm not saying that you have to have the action behind it of course you have to have that work ethic but you have to have that delusion you have to be at least slightly delusional because there cannot be a plan b your plan b is always to make Plan A work. And you have to envision that and manifest that for yourself. Because if you don't, then nobody else will. I exactly. completely agree. Exactly. I, I completely agree with that sentiment from Lil Nas X about being delusional to get to where he's at. Because all you're going to have is people telling you a million reasons why it's not going to work mm-hmm. out. And why yeah, you yeah. can't get to where you right. want to get to. And you yourself... Right have to be the motivator and first and foremost especially mentally really exactly. push yourself to get to that point and in order to to do that whether people like to believe that or not you have to be slightly delusional to have big dreams mm-hmm. like that yeah. because being practical is not going to get you there
1: yeah exactly you can't let other people's opinions about what you're pursuing or you know you, you can't let the yeah you can't let the fact that they look at you weird for for wanting to do that get you down and i when he said this i was reminded of you know Oscar Isaac's great monologue that he said in Saturday night live when he hosted a couple of weeks ago he gave his monologue showed some home videos of himself acting when he was a little kid and basically at the end of his monologue he said you know if you take anything away from what i've said is to let your kids be weirdos because one day they can grow up to host SNL and that's basically <laughs> the same kind of sentiment, you know, always let people just, you know, pursue their dreams no matter how unrealistic or how out there it may be because it can happen. You just have to put in the work.
0: Exactly. Who are we to say that they're unrealistic? Honestly.
1: Exactly. It's it's always unrealistic until it becomes a reality.
0: Everyone will tell you that you can't do it until you do
1: exactly and that's when everybody (laughs) that's when everybody's like you know they they either you know the people who supported you they will say that they were right and that they always believed in you and the people who didn't they'll either you know still not believe in you or you know they'll go the completely different direction and be like yeah deep down i always knew you could do it (laughs) (laughs) exactly but uh But um, to answer the last part of your question, if if I had any qualms or anything, I think the only thing that I would have wanted was for J. Cole to take the award for the offseason. I think that's really the only thing, just because, you know, I, I really loved that album. It didn't make my top 10, but it was definitely very close to, and it's just...
0: Actually, Eric j cole ended up winning hip-hop album of the year for the off season. that just wasn't shown on tv because you know they have to condense these award shows with the amount of categories that they actually have it's pretty extensive and they're not able to just show everything on air so we're really just getting the main ones they didn't happen to show that on air they just showed hip-hop artist of the year and drake got that so people just assumed oh he got overshadowed by Drake and CLB, but no, J Cole actually won hip hop album of the year for the off season.
1: Okay, perfect. I didn't know that actually. All right, then I'm happy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. So Eric, I am going to go over some of the major categories and who won. If you have any reactions to any of them, go ahead and say them. I'm just going to list them off. And Disclaimer, before I read these, I am not going over every single category. If you want to check out the winners for the full show and for every single category, you can head over to iHeartRadio.com and see the full list over there. I'm just going to mention the major categories.
1: All right, let's, let's go for it.
0: Okay, so Best New Pop Artist, we have Olivia Rodrigo.
1: Awesome, awesome.
0: Alternative Artist of the Year, we have Machine Gun Kelly. Nice, nice. Best new alternative artist, you have Monoskin.
1: Awesome, love them.
0: Alternative song of the year, Monsters by All Time Low featuring Black Bear.
1: Nice, very nice, very well deserved.
0: Country artist of the year, Luke Combs.
1: Cool, cool.
0: Dance artist of the year, David Guetta.
1: Also very well deserved.
0: Hip-hop artist of the year, as I said before, Drake.
1: I'm definitely very happy for you because I know he's one of your <laughs> favorites, so...
0: Hip Hop Album of the Year, The Offseason by J Cole.
1: Yes, happy about that.
0: R and B Artist of the Year, Jasmine Sullivan.
1: Nice, very nice.
0: Best New R and B Artist, Giveon.
1: Cool, cool. We've spoken about him a little bit, and I can definitely see the, you know, the talk about him. He's really awesome. Love his vocals.
0: R and B Album of the Year, An Evening with Silk Sonic by Silk Sonic, nice. aka Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack.
1: Yep, yep. Was there ever any doubt?
0: <laughs> of course not. Latin Pop Artist of the Year, Bad Bunny.
1: Nice. He is definitely a rising star, so happy for him.
0: Producer of the Year, Phineas.
1: Mm-hmm. Very well-deserved.
0: iHeartRadio Trailblazer, Megan Thee Stallion.
1: Also very well-deserved.
0: And we cannot forget the rock category. You have Rock Artist of the Year, The Foo Fighters, and Rock Album of the Year, Medicine at Midnight, by the Foo Fighters.
1: Oh my god. So, so well-deserved. and. Uh,
0: Eric, would you like to say something for Taylor Hawkins?
1: What, what is there to not say about this guy? I mean, just one of the nicest, most genuine human beings ever. One of the greatest drummers ever. One of the greatest rock drummers. Also, just a great songwriter, you know, for his own side projects. Oh my god, it, it's, it, it just sucks to be, you know, a music fan right now. Especially because, like, you know, they just played the show, you know, a few days ago.
0: They just released an album.
1: Yeah, it's like this, you know, side project they did for a horror comedy movie that they just released. And they just released it a couple of days ago. They also played their last show with him a few days ago. And it just sucks to be a music fan right now, man. It's devastating.
0: Because, it really is. You know, it's devastating. And yeah, it's tragic. And we really yeah. lost a legend in Yeah, music. and this
1: and this and this comes like only a little bit, you know, more than a month after losing Mark Lanigan back in February, who was another just rock icon. So it's it's tough. And I just wanna say that, you know, he was such a down-to-earth, honest-to-goodness human being and awesome musician. Everybody that worked with him will tell you the same thing. And you know, needless to say, the Foo Fighters will never be the same without him. And I just wish the rest of the band members, Taylor's family, speedy—well, reco- not a speedy recovery, but I wish them a lot of love, a lot of you know, just healing. And and you know, in his honor, I'm really happy that they won this award and just rest in peace to him then
0: yeah may he rest in peace our hearts go out to his family his bandmates any of his loved ones he was such a legend and he is going to be so terribly missed not only for his contributions in music but just for being the good person the genuinely good guy that he was to your point Eric that you mentioned before not a single person whether the whether it be in the industry or just in general that has come across this man that does not have a positive interaction and a story to tell about how genuinely good of a person that he was so not only will he be greatly missed for his legendary contributions within the Foo Fighters and just in general in the music industry, but just for the kind of person that he was and that legacy that he'll leave behind as being a genuinely good human being. The impact that he made on everybody around him, including his fans, is just so remarkable and he will be greatly missed. So may he rest in peace. And I am so incredibly proud that they were at least able to take home the awards of Rock Artist of the Year and Rock Album of the Year in his honor.
1: Absolutely. May he rest in peace and I know that he is making Heaven sound like a much better place right now. Just want to say that this was a very awesome, you know, award show, very awesome celebration. Everybody was in top form, everybody who performed, everybody that won their awards absolutely deserve them and i'm glad that you know after a rough couple of years slowly but surely we are at least getting back to some sense of normalcy now with these awards being in person again yes
0: that's the most exciting part is finally we're slowly getting back into the swing of things And uh, I think everybody can get on the same page, at least, with that being excited to physically be in person once again and to have these performances.
1: Yeah, and with everything going on in the world right now, it's really nice to just be able to tune all of that out for a couple of hours and just come together over something that we all love, which is music.
0: And now we have to see if the Grammys are going to hold up. Which stay tuned because oh, we shall that's see.
1: Definitely, that's definitely going to be a hot topic for us. Stay tuned, guys. <laughs> going to have tuned. a lot to say.
0: And with that, you guys, we are going to close out this episode. We want to know what you thought of the twenty twenty two iHeartRadio Music Awards did they meet your expectations did you have any expectations did your favorite artists win in the categories that they were nominated for and most of all which performers did you enjoy the most throughout the night we want to know it all you guys so don't forget to head over to www.musicmattersmedia.com and let us know over there and don't forget to follow us on social media we are on twitter tumblr instagram Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at Music Matters Media, and stay
1: tuned for our next episode.